Hi everyone, this is Engage the Word with Elizabeth Rodriguez, a podcast created to equip and encourage you to pursue God by engaging His Word. I'm your host, Elizabeth Rodriguez. This is a special episode. Uh, Joining me is my friend and dear sister in Christ, Julia Sigwart. We met in January of 2016. I was taking a women's discipleship class here at my church, and Julia was one of the two teachers. And over the years, we've grown, uh, I think, as friends, like also as sisters in Christ. And Julia's actually been a a great mentor and helped to disciple me over the years. And I've learned so much from her. And I am excited because I think you're going to learn a lot from her, too. So, Julia, welcome. Thank you. (laughs) I am so excited to be here. And I just want to encourage you that you back in 2016 were actually an answer to many women's prayers. Really? Absolutely. We prayed that God, uh, we wanted his word to go for specifically amongst women. And so we asked God to bring more women who had a love for him and a love for his word and just to multiply ministry at our church. And wow, when you came in, you just exude joy of the Lord <laughs> and a love for Him and His Word. And it was just beautiful to see God answer prayer. And He's grown your ministry over the years. Wow. Yeah. Even to this point. I it's know. Kind of fun Can to you watch. believe this? Wow. So fun to watch. That's so exciting. Thank you. That was really encouraging. I did not know that. <laughs> wow. Already learning new things. That's awesome. Well, Julia, I just thought we would start out by you just sharing a little bit about yourself, um, how you came to faith in Christ, and how you serve right now at our church as well. So whatever you'd like to share. All right. It's my joy to share a little bit. First, I'm a follower of Christ, like you have shared with us as well, but I wasn't always hmm. a follower of Christ. I did grow up in a home where I was taken to church and we read the Bible together. So I knew at a young age, about five or six, I understood that I was loved by a perfect, holy God. Mm -hmm. And he wanted a relationship with us. But again, when I was five or six, it became personal. He wanted a relationship with me, Julia, even as that little girl. But I knew because of what I had done, I had broken the relationship with God. I had dishonored my parents. Mm-hmm. I had responded in anger, you know, many times in my family or in my friendship. So I was a sinner. Mm-hmm. I had broken that relationship. But I also knew the truth of God's word, mm-hmm. that we were loved. And God, who is perfect and holy, sent God the Son, Jesus, to live that sinless life in my place. And he died on the cross, taking truly my punishment for everything I had done or said or thought that was against God. And even though I was little, I got it. I understood. And I I repented of my sin. I believed in Jesus' work on my behalf. So I am that follower just by his grace. Yeah. Right. And then in his grace, um, he also, I'm a wife, Mm -hmm. uh, Jake Sigurd. We've been married now for 22 years. We've been friends actually since middle school. No way. That's incredible. (laughs) So God is just so kind. Um, And that we have two sons, Parker and Keenan, a little bit, you know, maybe about our family. We're a homeschool family Mm -hmm. and we love to travel. We love adventures and all things outdoors. Yeah. Um, serving uh, like you. God has had me serve in different places, (laughs) in different seasons, and grown that, but we've kind of seen it as a journey. My family were from Michigan, and in our church there, 
I served with the youngest of families and the littlest of kiddos. Oh, wow. And then when God moved us here, um, our first place of serving together was in middle school. Okay. (laughs) And about the same time that my husband was leading that middle school class or co-leading it, I began serving with women where we met with one, um, met each other. Yeah. And then as our middle schoolers got older, we thought we were going to stay in middle school. Mm -hmm. And God had other plans. We kind of grew up with the kids. He does that. (laughs) And we ended up in high school with them. And that was so much fun. Um, But now we're we're grownups, my husband and I. We get to serve in an adult multi-generational life group. Fantastic. And so he's um, using everything he's taught us and other places of ministry to now engage with adults who have those children, many of them. And so um, my husband leads and teaches that life group, but it's a place where I get to encourage women, Mm -hmm. which I love doing in a a different way. I get to know some of their kids. It's just been a sweet place to serve the church body in a new season. So what will the next season be? I don't know. Maybe it'll be life groups forever. We're loving it. What is it? I just, a question just popped into my mind. It's not even, but um, what is it like to get to serve with your husband? I think that would be a really special thing or is it challenging? I don't know. I'm just curious. I'm very curious. It is both. (laughs) But it's a a beautifully sanctifying place. Yeah. Right. When um, we look back, we just see God's kindness and growing us separately Mm -hmm. and then bringing us together in ministry. It wasn't always that way. Yeah. And God has just um, grown both of us so we can live out his word and the roles that are beautiful and God-given. Yeah. And I get to encourage my husband and come alongside him yeah. in serving. And he encourages me and comes alongside me and how we serve. And yes, we sharpen each other. Yeah. A little bit from, <laughs> I figured um, there was some of that too. Time yeah. to time. But we also, right, we've been friends since middle school. Right. So we get some of those weaknesses and it's an opportunity to say, okay, Lord, how can I come under his His loving and gracious and servant-hearted leadership and maybe come alongside in maybe an area of weakness? Mm. Or maybe that's my weakness too. Okay, right. Lord, grow me because he has that teaching responsibility, right? Yeah. And so it's just been a neat way to continue to grow, but it's also been a place and a gift, I think, to our boys mm-hmm. to see to an see imperfect that. mom and dad learn what it's like to... Yes, also be brothers and sisters in Christ. That's so true. Yeah. I don't think we think about it <laughs> no. that way. And sometimes we um, hurt one another. We sin against one another, and we need to apologize and be forgiving and patient. Mm-hmm. You know, the fruit of the Spirit needs to be lived out amongst mom and dad, amongst our kids, right. even though they're, you know, 16 and 21 now. But it's it's been a beautiful thing to see God's work. Yeah. Amen. It's fun. That's so cool. It is so fun. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not like we're going in separate directions. Right. We're going in this, well, Lord You're willing, same direction. Unified mm-hmm. in your purpose and mission. And I totally. think that's that's awesome. That's beautiful. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing yeah. that. Uh, I figured we would start out by finding out, I wonder when and how did engaging the word become a regular rhythm of your life? You know, sometimes it takes a little while, at least for me, that's my Mm. story. It took a little while before it became a regular rhythm, but I'm just curious how that became a thing for you. So similar. It did take a while. So my family, I grew up, we had um, evening devotions, what we called it Mm -hmm. together. We look at a verse of scripture. We talk about it a little bit. We pray together as a family. But that was more um, a family thing. I didn't have that personal time Mm. with the Lord for many years. It started for me consistently in college just a little bit, but it wasn't 
consistent. I had no person showing me how, mm-hmm. right? And later on, actually, when we moved here is when God was just so gracious to lead me to a class of women that literally wanted to mentor me. Isn't that amazing? It was just a beautiful gift. Yeah. And as I look back, I was like, wow, I was so hungry. I wouldn't have put it in those words. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the spirit was just growing that hunger for him and wanting to know how, because by then my boys were small. Okay. And I wanted to be an example. Like, how can I better be in the word to teach them? I knew I should, mm. but I didn't know how. And so back, I want to say 2011, I was partnered with my first mentor. We met at Starbucks. Oh, wow. And she was the first person that encouraged me, okay, you plan to feed your children. You plan your daily schedule to homeschool your children. You're intentional to do these activities with them. Are you intentional to spend time with the Lord? Mm. And I was like, oh. oh. <laughs> no, I, but I want to. And so she was so patient and kind, but also honest. Yeah. To say, okay. How could you maybe choose to grow in that this week? What could that look like in your day-to-day routine? Mm-hmm. She was in a different phase of life than I was. She encouraged me to start in one book of the Bible, memorize a verse of scripture. And mm-hmm. she'd ask, she's like, if we're going to meet, if I'm going to give of my time, I'm going to ask that you give the Lord of your time. Wow. And so we started a brief season because of her um, season of life. She needed to spend some more time at home um, with homeschooling her children, but then God was faithful through that same class to provide me with another young mom who had just graduated from seminary. Really? We met at her home, we around her kitchen table, and she had boys, I had boys. They uh, played, um, or destroyed, maybe, <laughs> um, her living room. And she truly did not care, she was so kind. Wow. And she sat with me and truly taught me how, and we went through a whole book, we went through Titus together. Really? And she is so brilliant. Um, She majored in biblical languages at seminary. But she was so gentle and taught me, you know, don't don't jump through those first three verses or four verses by Paul. Whoa, whoa. What is grace? What is peace? What is this title of God? What is truth? Like all this. And I was like, whoa. Whoa. I just read through that before and got to the good stuff, supposedly. And she slowed down. She gave me my first study Bible. And just this kind-hearted other young mama who gave of her time when our men were actually at our house studying the word together. Really, I would go to her house, and it was just such a a gift while they were waiting for where God was going to call them. They're now serving the Lord in another state. Um, And as God called her away, he faithfully brought the class where we met, and many a whole team of women, some as teachers, some as side by side, mm-hmm. sharpening sisters, right. but others who are actually newer in the faith, who are such an encouragement. Like sometimes we think only if we're ahead of someone mm. in our walk with the Lord, can we encourage them? And in my case, no, sometimes the young ones who were yes. just eager to, you know, who is God? How <laughs> do I know him? The wonder in their yes. eyes and the excitement to learn has been an excitement for a um, reminder for me to say, okay, Lord, please don't let me forget the wonder Absolutely. and the awe of you. That's so cool. So that's I think how it that started. That's kind of what happened this morning in class. Same thing. I mean, I, I, oh, it's so encouraging. Mm-hmm. We need that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so cool. I love that. So 
How about this? Would you give us an idea of what engaging the word looks like for you just on a day-to-day basis? I know everybody is at a different point in their walk with the Lord and and in different seasons of life. Maybe you can spend more time or less time where you are right now. Like what what does day-to-day, what does it look like when you engage the word? For me, it has been um, different in different seasons, mm-hmm. 100%. So I want to encourage that. Um, but right now, I do a mix of things. Okay. It's just what helps me learn and grow. But I want to go back first. Just I don't want to discourage no, anyone. I sure. started by truly just reading through one book of the Bible. It was Titus. We read through the whole thing together. And then we went back kind of paragraph by paragraph okay. together. And this dear sister just helped me um, with that that has kind of morphed into also continuing that uh, routine or or kind of habit in other books okay. of the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, but this year, I've read through the Bible before, but this year I'm also doing a reading plan. Okay. A different reading plan than I've ever done before. <laughs> what is your reading plan? Which um, one are you doing? I heard about I think originally through Melissa Kruger in um, Gospel Coalition post, I want to say, but recently in December, I think it was, Tim Challies posted on his website, okay. Brother in Christ in, in Canada, um, about this reading plan that's sort of chronological okay. and sort of morphing other plans together. All right. And I was like, I like that. Mm. So uh, some reading plans are, you know, start in Genesis and go through Revelation. It's not quite that one. Others are purely chronological. Mm-hmm. Not quite. <laughs> Others um, will read through Old Testament book a psalm, Mm -hmm. and a New Testament. It's a bit like that one. Okay. So we started in Genesis, a chapter or two a day, Mm -hmm. typically a psalm. Okay. And also in the New Testament, um, starting in the Gospels, one of the earlier written Gospels, though. And then we're going to switch to some of the other earlier written books. But this group, let me see um, what they are called here. This, I'm do, that's the, the one I'm day. doing. I just, I actually, okay, I'll be uh, honest. So my reading that I was doing uh-huh. last year, I sort of got behind. So I actually didn't start this until like the second week of January. But okay. hey, that's okay, right? Uh, so I just started it this week and I'm doing the same exact one. It's so exciting. <laughs> But they're intentional to be like, oh, why do you read the gospel and then other New Testament books? Because they want to keep taking us back to Mm. the life and person of Jesus. Yes. Right? And I love that intentionality, but also in the Old Testament, we better understand the chronology a bit. And I don't want to spoil it because evidently maybe you're a few days (laughs) behind behind me. (laughs) Um, But sometimes the Psalms we're reading correspond in Israel's history to where we're reading. Oh, yeah. So maybe it's, you know, Manasseh and Ephraim, which was like yesterday, the day before. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, yeah, there's a lot of biblical history in Psalms. Or God was so kind to point out, um, oh, maybe this was a week or two ago now, Genesis 19 and 20, I was reading on Sodom and Gomorrah. Oh, wow. And along with that, they had partnered Psalm 1. Really? Yes. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of Mm. the wicked or later, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, he meditates day and night. And it was just that reminder that it's not just about commands to follow. Mm -hmm. Like It's so loving and protective. And when we don't follow God and his word, we're not being right image bearers. The consequences are dire. Absolutely. And so he's given us these things for our good. And so when I looked at that, at first I was like, you know, why don't we start in Psalms 1 and then Psalms 2 and Psalms 3? I was like, 
oh, this is beautiful. Wow. It's a beautiful connection. I, 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 I can't wait till I get there. I'm not there, but I'm excited. That's and I love that it's a five-day cool. plan, so yeah. seven. And so if you get behind, there are opportunities to catch up. I do secretly love checking off their boxes because they provide <laughs> little boxes to check off um, when I read that section. But if it took us two years, right. okay. It's okay. That's fine. We're knowing the Lord through all of his word mm-hmm. better than mm-hmm. the year before. Yeah, absolutely. And so I'm I'm enjoying it um, this year. So I'll read typically the five days a week mm-hmm. unless I get behind, and right. that's fine. I also choose to study a book. I prefer to study a book that's connected to something else. else that you're doing just for the sake of okay. sanity. Right? Yes. <laughs> like doing and just too many different brain things. bandwidth. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So for me, it tends to be a connection to something we're doing in our church life groups. Okay. Or, or and, depending, um, what our pastor's preaching through. Because he also oh, preaches gotcha. straight through a book of the Bible. Yes. So right now, I have just started the book of Galatians. Okay. And if I get ahead or behind right. when he's preaching, again, that's okay. It's okay. But our life groups are also studying right now more of a topical study, the fruit of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Which we see in Galatians. Absolutely. So I'll be uh, about five days for myself, a little bit deeper in Galatians, but slow. Mm-hmm. And then two days, typically Friday and Saturday, because of where I serve, I want to be able to engage with my church body and life group. Right. So wherever that text is that week, our church puts out where we're going to be. I spend my Friday morning, Saturday morning in that passage. Okay. Just, um, it might be a little bit faster look, but I just, I want to be prayerful and intentional to both, yes, engage the word personally, but also prepare to engage with others with others yeah yeah so it's been just a sweet encouragement my time with the lord is is early in the morning mm-hmm. that's what works for me in this season the house is quiet i naturally wake up before anyone else yeah. so cup of coffee dog sleeping next to me just time um with the lord and his his words become so so sweet and special yeah oh I totally get that. <laughs> I feel the same way. For me, uh, it's kind of changes through, you know, early on when my kids were younger, I would actually, it was nap time. I, Ooh, I lived good. for nap time. I cannot wait. <laughs> and sometimes I was ready, like, as soon as the clock hit, I was like, okay, guys, let's go, let's go, let's go. Because that was my time oh, uh, to idea. be with the Lord. I had a harder time waking up early in the morning mm-hmm. just because I would end up staying up late at night because that's sort of the time that I spend with my husband usually. Sure. And so I was trying to find a time that worked for me. And so now um, it's a little earlier than afternoon, but it's not first thing in the morning, unfortunately. But I do have my cup of coffee when I sit Ooh. down. I don't I don't drink my coffee until it's time to sit down. And I, okay. I know that might be weird for some people. I don't need it to wake up, so I just... It's maybe a, a habit. That's uh, it's a thing. I just have my Bible and my coffee, and that's, that's what I like to do. Um, okay, here's another question for you. Do you spend intentional time meditating on God's Word? That's something that I talked about a couple episodes ago. And just beyond reading, like taking it... Yeah. A little bit deeper, but not as far as like study, study. Yes. Do you do that at all? And if you do, what what does that kind of look like for you? So especially in where I'm just reading, right? Mm-hmm. If it's not the, the deeper study, because in many ways, deeper study is meditating. It is meditating, right? Yeah. On his word. But I, I'm asking the Lord, what do I learn about him? Right. Reflecting right. on 
Yes. What you're learning about him. Yes. Yeah. And I'm asking, grow my love of you mm-hmm. by what I'm reading. So it's kind of that focus. Lord, help me focus on you and not people. Because mm-hmm. growing up, many times I... I had the focus on the Bible more about the people and the stories, almost like the hero in Scripture. And now I'm learning, oh, even those heroes that we look at, they are sinful Mm -hmm. and imperfect, and they're meant to point us to the perfect one who would meet all of our needs and would be the perfect Savior. Um, So I want to first look at the Lord. I want to see maybe how is this showing who people really are? Mm. Especially once Adam and Eve sinned. Mm-hmm. And Lord, as, as I see that, remind me, I'm a person. Right. And I sin. It may look a little bit different, but reveal my heart. Reveal how I actually am like them. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I'm praying about kind of more recently um, is, Lord, help me connect to this, which I think this reading plan is, is intentional to do, with other places in Scripture. Oh, yeah. Help me see and think about that. So I'm like, okay, how does this connect with um, where our pastor was preaching? Oh, yeah. How does this connect with um, living by the power of the Spirit? Or is this actually what happens when we don't? Mm. So I'm trying to say, okay, I'm in these other passages, or I'm immersed in this other teaching from faithful men and women at church. Help me connect the dots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes I'm just thinking about that, but a lot of it is just the bookends of prayer before and after reading. Oh, yeah. It just helped me know you, help me think about you, help me reflect on um, you. Like one prayers from Psalm 90, satisfy me in the morning with your steadfast love. Mm. Like it's not just what I learn. Mm -hmm. Though we do learn when we come to his word, but we're satisfied by him. Yes, absolutely. And so, Lord, help me be satisfied this morning in you. So just just teach me. Mm. Help me focus on you in this time, but help me not, like when I close the book, if you will, close the thought. Like take thinking of you, just like you mentioned, pray without ceasing. Yes. Bring that thinking throughout the day. Bring in the spiritual reminder, Julia, you're you're living in your own strength. Mm. Who did God show you this morning that he was? <laughs> How quickly we forget, yes. right? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Um, let's see. So... This is sort of already leading into this question, but how engaging the word has impacted you and your relationship with God personally, like just just you and him. And then also uh, kind of spurring off of that, how engaging the word has impacted your relationship with other people. You know, thinking about the fact that the greatest commandment is to love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And then the second, of course, is to love others as yourself. And so, um, you know, how how is that playing out in your life? So much of it has been, just through time with him, less about knowing about God Mm. and being with God. Um, He's a person, right? He's a person, (laughs) yes. And he wants to grow that relationship. And it's through his words that he's given us. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't want to forget that. He is a person. How do we grow in relationship with people that we see? And like us sitting together now, we spend time talking with one another and listening to one another. Well, to really know him, I need to listen. Mm. And so, okay, Lord, help me listen. Help 
Help me be humble as I come to your word. Help me focus on you, the perfect and holy one. But part of it for me wasn't about a perfect way of coming and learning about him. Mm -hmm. It was about receiving Mm. from him. Instead of what I brought to the table, it's his grace through giving us his word. Right. <laughs> so he can be known. And then from that, a big word of that he just has been working on in my life these last few years is trust. Mm. And I will not trust someone that I don't know. No. And God is so kind to keep showing me this is who I am. And Julia, I don't change I will never be unloving. I will never be unjust. I will never not lead you in truly good things. I will never walk with you through a hard thing that I will not use for deep good. Mm. And when you know someone, like you really know them, (laughs) and they've proven themselves over and over, then you have to ask, like, Julia, do you really believe God is who he says? And if you truly do, why would you not? Why would you not trust that? Yeah. If he's truly all of those things, and he keeps proving it through all history, right? right? Through scripture. Right. And situationally in my life, why doubt? Mm. Why fear? Why wonder? Why question? Right. Why not have peace? Mm. Because it's his peace that he gives. And so it's a, um, I put a lot of trust, even as a, a Christian, in myself. Mm. And there's not rest in that. Yeah. And that's not living in the grace he gives, both for salvation right. and his growth by the work of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. And so he's just been really challenging to say, Julia, I've got it. Not, of course, don't not be a doer of the word, right. of course. But is it God first? Am I really trusting that he is and does all that he says all the time? Right. And then from that, there's freedom with people. There's a perseverance with one another's faults. There's a patience, <laughs> right, with one another. There's unity, not because of me. Right. Right. I can't right. manufacture that. Absolutely not. <laughs> but he can. Yeah. And is he trustworthy to do it in his way, in his time? Um, the spirit changes us from the inside out. So Lord willing, I am that with my husband mm. and my husband is that with me. Mm-hmm. Our sons are learning what it is to walk in the spirit and honor their father and mother. I am learning what it looks like to love young men that I want to one day be strong leaders. Oh, yeah. And so that relationship with them, the Spirit's giving wisdom and discernment for what that looks like for a 21-year-old mm-hmm. and a 16-year-old um, and encouraging them to, yes, honor mom, right, honor dad, but also learn to lead because that's what God's calling them yes, to. Yes, absolutely. Um, and then with the church body, all of the fruit of the Spirit, right, it helps us just take a little step back Something um, my husband and I have been talking about is um, we do have desires for people's growth, mm-hmm. right, in areas as, as you see things. But, Lord, it's not my way and it's not my time. Right. It's your way 
in your time, just like people were patient with me and mm. my sin and my immaturity and my stubbornness. Right. Um, so, okay, Lord, if I truly trust you, right, coming back to that word, yes. then you are doing something in them. And your plans are always good and trustworthy. And your timing is perfect. I've learned that. Amen. <laughs> Help me be reminded, which then sees them as God's beautiful workmanship, being conformed to his image, Romans 8, Yes. in his time. And so, again, that enables true love by a lack of control. Mm-hmm. And when we love one another and approach one another as God's workmanship, he, he grows his fruit through us and brings a freedom um, to those relationships um, that has been so encouraging, sometimes very full of rebuke um, <laughs> and struggle, but it has been truly so encouraging. Um, and along the way, just something else that we're talking about by engaging the word, he's been so faithful to bring to mind scripture that's meditated on and memorized. Mm. Oh, yeah. Which is hard. Yep. Um, The older I get, um, the harder it is to memorize. But in the moments of real struggle, God is just so kind to bring bring it it back, right? Yes. And so what it looks like right now, sometimes I would memorize kind of topical. Mm -hmm. Right now... um, some dear sisters, actually, in the fall, we were studying James together every week. And they're like, let's memorize a verse from each chapter. Okay. I'm like, that's brilliant. Because <laughs> um, we're studying it, right? right. We're deep dives. You're in so it. We, we're understanding more what it means. And what kind of ended up happening is we ended up memorizing the verses that were struggle, that were a true struggle to be a doer of the word. Wow. Yeah. And so we're like, all right, one way we're going to encourage each other is to encouraging each other to put those words into our minds mm-hmm. when we do struggle at home or in the neighborhood, the workplace, with the church body, that God would bring it to mind. And so right now I'm in studying Galatians mm-hmm. and I've memorized some of like key theme verses, if uh-huh. you will, of Galatians already. Um, so right now I'm doing kind of a, a theme verse. Uh-huh. And then I think I'm going to go back to a verse per chapter That's until a I have it down. Idea. Um, so Galatians 2, 20 and 21. I'm mm-hmm. almost there. I don't quite have it okay, down Okay, that's all right. But I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives me. It lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I don't nullify the grace of God. For if righteousness were through the law, then Christ died for no purpose. Mm-hmm. And so the life I live now, yes, in the flesh, I live by faith, right, in the Son of God. And that life by faith, it's He's working in me. Mm. So my walk with Him and my walk with others, it is enabled by His grace. Amen. And it's the work of the Spirit. And so I'm trying to put these verses that remind me when I do struggle. Yeah. And I'm not persevering and I'm not patient and I'm not kind and I'm not loving to say, no, 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 the life you live. You are in Christ, girl. Remember who you are. Yes. Yeah. This is, and it just reminds me what we've talked about multiple times. Mm-hmm. We are not being made mm-hmm. into a more beautiful image of Elizabeth. No. Nope. Or Julia. No. Nope. We don't want that, actually, no, if we're we being don't. honest. We don't. We're being conformed to the image of Christ. Yes. And what a lofty vision and goal that is, right? Like, yes. That God would be so gracious and kind to do that for us. The impossible, doing the impossible in us. Like, that's just... Is that what the world says? Mm -hmm. 
but there's no rest in striving more and doing more, which is in essence what the world is saying to do. Be mm-hmm. better. Good mm-hmm. luck, girl. Hope right. you do a good job. Yeah. But this is come to me, all of you who are weary mm-hmm. and heavy burdened, right? His grace, his peace, live by faith. That's it. Walk by the Spirit. Okay. Okay. And he will give you what you need to do it. You already have it, right? In Christ. Well, and sometimes then the prayers become very small. It says, okay, Lord, today, what is walking in the Spirit? What is being a doer of the Word look like or living by faith, as Galatians says? What does that look like today? today? Or in this situation, Lord, I don't know what to do. Help me be discerning. What personify in a way your love through me in this Mm. at work at play in the community wherever it is that might be hard today help yeah and he's promised to Mm. and he's trustworthy Mm -hmm. he's never broken a promise Mm -hmm. but also am i willing to trust and obey yeah (laughs) it's all the things right Oh my goodness. Well, the way that I would like to wrap this up Mm -hmm. is uh, I thought, God willing, if I have more guests, the question that I want to ask everyone is if you have a favorite passage of scripture and if you would share it with us. I thought this is how we can engage the word together. Um, Read it and then just share why this is your favorite passage or, you know, maybe you have many, but just share one. (laughs) Okay. These, I would call them life verses. I started calling them that, I believe it was sometime back in college. And so many verses since, I've been like, ooh, you know, maybe that should I be know, my life right? verses. <laughs> um, but I keep going back um, to these. And I thought just the timing of this with your last episode being on prayer. Mm-hmm. These were the first verses that God is like, Julia, the songs are, songs are prayers mm-hmm. in many ways. Mm-hmm. And I had never prayed scripture before these. Oh, wow. Never. Yeah. And he's like, it's right here. Yeah. Like David's just talking to me. Right. Oh. So my my life verses are Psalm 139, Mm -hmm. verses 23 and 24. Okay. And they say, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any grievous or wicked way in me Mm -hmm. and lead me in the way everlasting. And these verses have become just so special. It's not the the writer saying, if you can, right, you know, search me and know me. It's earlier in chapter 39, he's making these truth statements. This is who God is, and it's what he does. God knows us. He searches us. He leads us. He forms us Mm. before anyone else. This all-knowing God knew us and formed us in our mother's womb. And he He formed our days mm. before there was one. Isn't that unbelievable? It's amazing. Yeah, that verse is life-changing for me. Yes, it's, it's encouraging to literally know that his love is eternal. Mm. Um, and it also talks about God's right hand holds me. And I can go nowhere from his spirit. So this big, powerful God of mighty armies of the Old Testament (laughs) is also this tender father who holds our hands and knits us in our mother's womb. And we can never escape his spirit. We can never run so far away. Right. 
But in light of who he is, we see, oh, I see what you say. And I want that personally Mm. for me. Because you are trustworthy and you are all-knowing, search me. Know my heart because you are perfect. And there may be a grievous or wicked way in me today Mm. that I do not reflect your image rightly. But I want to because you are good and you are perfect and you are holy and you are transforming me into the image of your son. I open my thoughts to you. I open my motives for today or this relationship or this place of serving you or whatever up to you. Reveal it to me. Um, It talks about earlier in the chapter, like these enemies who take his name in vain. I don't want to be like that. I want to be close. Um, Know me. And I'm asking you, going back to that earlier verse about holding me by your right hand, I ask you to lead me Mm -hmm. in the way everlasting. Mm -hmm. And then we remember he is eternal. And what is the good way? Jesus, I am the way, Mm -hmm. the truth and the life. And so the the comfort that this brings reminds me of the gospel, Mm -hmm. that even though he does know me and searches me and knows my sin, in Jesus it is fully paid. Amen. And I am free. There's no condemnation because I'm in Christ. Right. And now I can say, yes, I want to confess sin that you are making me aware of, but I want you to lead me today. Mm. Make me more like you. And so I want to be the daughter that says, okay, I put my hand in yours because you are grabbing mine. You are leading me. And I want to submit because that's where there's rest. Mm. That's where there's hope. That's where there's peace. Um, and so daily, instead of me, which is so easy to focus on, right, when people are big and right. God is small, small. Um, like we learned about Sunday, um, I want God to be magnified, like we even prayed before this podcast, mm-hmm. right, that God would truly be magnified in us through every aspect, through every role, mm-hmm. wife, mom, employee, daughter, sister, friend, yeah. church member. Right. Um, and just remembering that Jesus ultimately is the way, uh, the truth, and the life. And that it's not just our days that God formed, but literally were his workmanship, like Ephesians 2.10 talks about, created in Christ Jesus for good works, that even those he prepared mm-hmm. beforehand. Beforehand. It's so great. Oh, yeah. So encouraging. Um I'm thankful for how God is going to use this podcast to encourage me and other mm-hmm. brothers and sisters <laughs> willing, yes. in, in Christ. And I am thrilled to see um, how people are equipped just to walk with him in ways that we've been encouraged over years. Yes, absolutely. Maybe one last encouragement if just coming to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and then please add things as your book is. <laughs> um, it's just hear maybe one or two things that you're sharing Mm -hmm. and just start there. Yeah. Maybe it's reading through one book of the Bible start to finish Mm -hmm. and then spend some time going back and meditating on the first couple verses or something. Or what else maybe would be a good starting point? What would you recommend? Oh, my goodness. I I, I agree with you. I think that was one of the biggest changes that I made because Mm -hmm. initially when I was beginning to engage the word, I was just getting one verse at a time, bits and pieces, again, like the dots not being connected. And it was when I actually started reading 
paragraphs and then chapters and then books from start to finish that I began to see that the Bible is one story. It's not just 66 different books about different things. It's all one big story and actually connects. And the whole Old Testament points forward to Christ. And the New Testament points back to Christ, but then forward to consummation of what God had planned and intended from the very beginning. So we'll never get to see that if we're just picking at it with little bits and pieces. So uh, like one verse at a time, start with a paragraph build to the chapter, then go to the book. And I mean, you know, start wherever you are. Just start, right? Yes. Just start. If you need help, ask. Reach yeah. out to your church family. Mm-hmm. Maybe um, sit with a, a brother or sister in Christ and just ask like mm-hmm. people have done for us, yes, right? Absolutely. We need our church family to come alongside us. I so appreciate you and other women who've sat with us and said, let me help. Mm. Absolutely. I think uh, we don't even realize what a blessing it is. Uh, A lot of times I think we're thinking just about ourselves and, wow, are they going to want to? But it is a blessing to Mm -hmm. actually get to pour out and share the love of Christ that you have with others. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's my favorite subject. I will sit down and talk to anybody anytime if they would like to listen, you know, or, you know, I just, I love it. And I think it's just beautiful that he gives us that he gives us each other it's brothers and sister in christ are a gift to help us grow uh i think i had heard someone say kind of like we should always be reaching back to grab somebody's hand but then also always reaching forward this this picture like a relay race right passing the baton there's one that has it and you know the other reaching back and then passing it on yes be titus two men and women who love the Lord mm-hmm. and share. And sometimes we think, oh, I've, I've got to be at least this far before I can share. No, if, if you're just reading through a book, you could do that with a friend Absolutely. Today. Or your child, right? These small things can be so encouraging mm-hmm. to those around you. Absolutely. Well, and I was just thinking if you do it with another person, there's accountability there. Yes. But then also you can grow together. You that person will see things as they're reading that you might not see because yes. of who they are and their background and experience and or, or not with the word. And so there's nothing more beautiful than coming together yes. and growing together. Yes. I have a small group of women that we get together um, and we discuss the word. And I, I take notes. That's how I, through what I'm studying, can kind of remember. And when a sister sometimes said something, it's so encouraging, I add it into my notes. That's a great idea. And and I reference them not, you know, for any particular reason other than to remind myself that the church, the body, is so essential mm. and they're being used for my encouragement. Like we're mm-hmm. in the same exact passage mm-hmm. and I missed it. Yeah. But God is using his daughters to teach me. Mm-hmm. And he's so kind to keep doing that. Mm-hmm. So like I love adding it in just because it acts as that. Reminder, like, I need you, and you need me, and we need one another. We need each other. And we're essential. Mm-hmm. Like, your church family is essential to you, mm-hmm. and you are essential to them. Amen. It's beautiful. It's a body. Yes. Literally, if a piece is missing. Yeah, who cares if I'm the fingernail? <laughs> it's fine. You could be the shoulder of someone All else. Right. The knee, it's great. It's beautiful. Yeah, we're all necessary. Just like you, I, I'm so excited about uh, the opportunity that we've had to be, come together today and just uh, for others to hear 
from different people. I just think it's so encouraging because we're all in different places. And uh, I just pray that the Lord will be glorified uh, from our conversation today. So thank you so much for joining me today, Julia. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. (laughs) All right. So I pray that you will join me next time as we continue to engage the word together. Ah, may God have all the glory from all of this that we've discussed, Lord. I just pray that uh, everyone would be blessed by it.